don't know if you classify it as 50-50, but I just I just classify it as a partnership. You know, we take care of each other. That's not 50-50 to me. That's yeah, more free flowing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's that was cool, man. Wait, 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 wait. Cool. Before we leave this, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be 50 50? Who wants to let me let me define it? Who wants other to, than you? <laughs> I'm, I'm never going off. <laughs> who, who wants to take the bills, the mortgage, the bills, put it on the spreadsheet, divide that shit by two, say this is what you owe, this is what I owe? Who wants to do it that way? I, I don't. When we get off this fucking this call, I mean this meeting, you you keep this same energy. Because you know they're watching. So so you you telling me, you telling me everything put on a spreadsheet. This is what the total is. I can you show you the spreadsheet. I, <laughs> I can show it to you it's right here. They barbecue and they they gonna barbecue Brittany as long as she over her, you know. It, you know, there's gonna be a certain population of people that don't like it, and they gonna criticize it, and they gonna hold her to this crazy, crazy, crazy high level throughout the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Which is so, which is crazy because yeah. she gay. Yeah. Let, let, yes. me, let me see her coming home. Wait a minute, Ronnie. We gotta go back. Uh, you said because she's gay. Well, what do you mean? Welcome back, you no-good bastards, to the Pod Deep Podcast. Be very quiet. Kick back. Listen up. Subscribe, comment, and like. Pod Deep Podcast. Pod Deep. Welcome, welcome back, Pod Deep Podcast, episode twenty-three, edition. We got the boys here. The boys are back. The four horsemen are back with you. Please like, share, follow anywhere you can get your podcast. Pod Deep Podcast. Also, YouTube. Go check us out. All right, gentlemen, we're gonna get right to it today. Real easy question of the day for you. the choice to make 100k a year and live in an 800 square feet apartment but you couldn't move or $40,000 in a $250,000 paid out house what would you do and why could make 125,000 a year live in an 800 square foot apartment thousand dollars $250,000 paid off house what would you do and why so let me think about 
So mm-hmm. let me. I'm. I'm going to make sure I heard it right. So you make one hundred and twenty-five thousand and live in an eight hundred square foot apartment, or make forty thousand and yep. live in a paid-off two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Right. Okay, I got you. How much is that house for forty thousand? Two fifty. Two two fifty, paid in full. The, the caveat is you got to stay in them. Can't move out of them. And for how long? For the for the remaining of your life or, or what? Forever. Forever. Um, Do I have a family or no? Because that changes the dynamic if I got a family. Yes, let's make it harder. You have a family. Yes. Uh, so I got a family, so that means wife and kids. So I'm going to go for the I'm gonna do forty thousand and take the paid off house. Reasoning behind it, just because of the side, just because of the house. Just because of the house. I mean, well, okay. So two hundred and fifty. So we're I hate to keep putting caveats in it, but but where are we located? You know, because 250 can go for in some places and then not go as for in other places. Average neighbor, average neighborhood, no, you know, average, average place, 250. What 250 will get you? 250, what? 250 gets you three, three, three bedrooms, four maybe? Yeah, three. Three, three, four bedrooms, a, a nice size, you know, two thousand square foot house. Um, yeah, I, I'll go with that. I go, I go, I go with the with the forty thousand, making forty, paid off house, you know, because now I'm freed up. Uh, you know, I ain't got the 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 worry about the the fifteen hundred dollar house note, you know. I can flip, you know, flip my little 40, <laughs> flip my little 40, make it work for me. Cause I know I ain't got to worry about that house. No. And, and you know, my, my family, we living in the, you know, nice house. Not, we ain't cramped up in that 800 square foot apartment. You know, uh, I think it's, I think it'll be better, better off overall for, for my family, you know, being in the house as opposed to trying to survive in that apartment. So, I'll go. I'll make forty grand and have a paid off two hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Let me go next. I agree. You take the forty thousand in the house. That makes you no know, more sense to me. Squeak. <laughs> I'm taking that apartment all damn day. <laughs> uh, so when I think of a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house. The taxes involved with my forty thousand salary, I think I'd be living house poor. Anything that happens to that house at forty thousand, I think I it'd be a burden to me. You know what I'm saying? But when when I think about making one hundred twenty five thousand dollars in a square apartment, I just be on the maintenance people ass and stuff like that. You know, I'd be living a good life. You know, taking good vacations and stuff like that. But that forty thousand. I don't think it's enough to, to 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 handle the overhead of the house, the the maintenance of the house, birthday celebrations, 
storms come my way and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know homes, uh, having a home, that's that's equity and stuff like that of that nature. But I would take the apartment uh, for, for just this scenario. I, will, I was thinking about doing the, the 40K, but I don't think I with that salary, I, I would be able to survive with the overhead of that house. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm in agreement with you, Squeak, on this. Man, forty thousand just it just can't go a long way. I just I, I just think I'll be you're right, house poor where I would I couldn't I couldn't afford what comes along with being a homeowner. Whereas, you know, hundred and twenty five, at least you can get out of get out of there, make some do some vacations, you can live a little. Mm-hmm. Um I just think for me. I think the the apartment would be the route that I would go. Right. Let me go. Let me throw. A, let me throw a twist to that. The guys who who took the house. If you if you change that if you change that to a salary of two hundred thousand, would that change your opinion? Um, what was the question again? Said you say two hundred thousand instead of one twenty five. If I, if, I, if I change. Yeah, if I change that number to two thousand dollars a year, versus in that same scenario, would that change your opinion to go to the apartment versus the house? How many people in the apartment with you? Yes, just take your family now. Just because it's eight hundred square, doesn't mean it can be no three or four bedroom uh, apartment. True. Be a little ass like- apartment. <laughs> Little, yeah. I take the two hundred thousand and the apartment. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to nitpick, but shit, if you make it two hundred thousand dollars, why the fuck you staying in the eight hundred square foot apartment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but, but not to nitpick though. Um, but you know, if, so if I'm making 40, that is, am I, is my 40 the only money coming into our household? Yes. Oh, well, I mean, that changes the dynamic then. Cause I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I guess this going to kind of lead into some other, other conversation for us. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I, if my 40, if, if my house is consistent of my forty thousand dollars and that's it, my wife ain't working, then nah, you can't do it. You can't take the house because shit. You know, like you say, you ain't gonna be able to afford it. The upkeep. All right. All right, cool, cool. Good deep thought question, boys. Good good one. That's good. Rolling right into that. There's been a lot of conversation this week about 50-50 relationships you know where even when you're dating somebody I want your opinion on 50-50 going half and half with your significant other I want your opinion on going in as like uh, when you're in in your relationship versus when you're married I want to know if there's a difference in your opinion on going 50-50 and what do you think about the overall concept? You know, we all talk about traditional roles in the house. Men have a role, women have a role. 
But what if you could split everything down 50 50 house, housework, bills, finances, 50 50? I want to know what y'all feel about that. Who want to start? Who want to kick this off? I, I kick it off. I think when you're dating, 50 50 is what you, what you think marriage is going to be. You know, you think you, you, you approach marriage 50 50. You know, I do my half, you do your half. But realistically, some scenarios that does not work you know you from a man's standpoint we ask women to marry us not the other way around right so you ask somebody hand in marriage and stuff and so you're basically taking on her debt along with your debt 50 50 really is not gonna cut it if we're trying to get out of if we're trying to be debt free you know 50 you pay all your bills i pay all of my bills that's roommate talk you know what I'm saying? If we're husband, <laughs> if we're husband and wife, and we're working as a team, we're working as one unit. We need to pull all our we need to pull all our money together. We need to look at all these bills and create a budget and create a, a, a plan. That way, nobody feel like they being used. You know what I'm saying? They doing all the damn work. You know what I'm saying? And, and you have those resentment feelings. If, if we're working together, her money comes in, my money comes in. We knocking off bills and we got a percentage. Okay, this goes to you, this goes to me. Damn the 50-50. That's that's what I look forward to. She's doing her part, I'm doing my part. So I'm not so, a fan no. of 50. Okay, so that's so that so that's what you said. It's not it's not it's not working. A 50, not a fan of the 50-50. Nah, that's roommate talk. I got you. Both relationships, both and and when you when you first started to date somebody. Or when you married? So when you dating, dating. You, when you dating and you moving in, it's 50-50. When you get married, you know, her debt, your debt. You know? Explain that. What do you mean? So, like, when she comes in with, like, student loans, and they say you paid your student loans off, you got to help your wife. Your wife got to help you. So we got to tackle these bills. So we got to pull our money together. It can't be a situation where, you know, you, you're debt-free, your credit is 8-1, but your wife's credit is upside down. You know what I'm saying? And, and you just looking at her like, yeah, get your shit together, baby. You, we we got to work together. We got to put a plan <laughs> together. Because okay. if, if I pass okay. away, all my debt flows to her. You know, she has my name. Do you follow that part? All right. <laughs> no, I don't follow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go next. Go ahead. I've always been 50-50. Um, for the most part. Sometimes you stuff, stuff happens and you have to carry more. So it's never really technically 50-50. But you know, for the for, for my answer, let's just say it's 50-50. But just know sometimes it may be 60-40 for a while. You know, my side, something happens. But I've always been 50-50. To be honest with you, I wouldn't accept anything less. I wouldn't go into a a situation where a woman, wife, girlfriend was expecting me to pay 80-20 or 90-10 or all of it. That that just doesn't interest me at all. Got to be honest. That's what's up. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. But you, you make a good point. You, I'm sorry. You make a good point about 
um, fixing your finances if if one is up and the other one is down you have to pull the other one up you're right about that if if that's the situation that you're dealing with you make you're not wrong about what you said so i don't want to come off like i'm saying you're wrong that makes sense i've seen people my brother i'll just say it, my brother where his wife will get a big tax return check and he'll like be behind and she'll just run off with the money <laughs> instead of you know trying to help him level his stuff out or vice versa right so yeah that's not a real marriage when you're doing stuff like that so yeah. you have a you know a good point yeah i um man i say work do what works for you in your relationship you know uh if 50 50 works i mean i don't know how 50 if you can actually ever be 50 50 unless you get in a pen and a pencil pen paper and itemizing every fucking thing splitting down the middle um but just do what works for you in your relationship if you want your man to pay 100 percent of everything then shit, find you a man that's willing to do that um I, so i don't you know like in my relationships i don't know what i never really put a percentage on it you know we just we figure this shit out, you know. Never, it, it ain't designated like, okay, you pay this, you pay this amount, and I'm gonna pay this amount. You know, it's just what whatever works for your relationship, you know. And but I'm mean, let me also, I don't believe in motherfuckers trying to emasculate a man because he ain't he ain't paying everything either, you know. Good point. Just because. You know uh these traditional of the man brings home the bacon and you know so the fact that i can't you know i'm making forty thousand okay i'm making forty thousand living in the pay it off two hundred fifty thousand dollar house <laughs> i'm trying to make this shit work you know yeah i can't, yeah. I can't pay everything you know but mm -hmm. sometimes i think as uh as a society we kind of look down on a man if if he ain't in the position to do it like he ain't hustling hard enough for he need to do better like shit, but maybe that man is doing what he can do at that time so i think that's the big big picture for me do what works best for you and your relationship but don't piss on another man because he ain't able to do what the next man can do i got a question once you answer your question said i got a I got a piggyback question once you answer yours Dude, all right. There was some jewels right there, baby. There was some jewels. Uh, you know, I, I first heard this question. I'm like, damn, am I a sucker? Because it's like, it's like for years, you know, I did I just, I just took the brunt of everything. You know, I just, I've always have just taken the brunt of everything. I think it's because I want to live a certain lifestyle with my girlfriend, with my spouse, with whoever. I'm going to live the way I want to live. So, and I, uh, and now as I think about it, I really, um, I want my spouse, significant other to live the same exact way. You know, I want to have nice shit. I want to live in a nice place. I want to drive nice cars. Therefore, I want them to join in on it. Now, I think how my situation went is I've always been the, relationship i've always been the breadwinner bring home the most money we could, we could do things um as i've gotten older 
So I've, I've allowed my wife to participate in all this stuff. It become it becomes so much better. It really does. You know, it really does. When you got two people working for the same thing, I've also in the past experienced where when you don't make somebody pay for something, they don't treat it the same way you would you would treat it. Right. So I got emotions i've always been able to handle the full load but what, what what really kills me is when somebody don't appreciate <laughs> that you put in that full load you know mm-hmm. so i guess never had a 50 50. i don't even know what that looked like <laughs> and i'm even kind of jealous that some people got it <laughs> so that's how i feel on it <laughs> I, I gotta ask you a question in the same scenario little bit of what Rodney was saying. Okay, so let's say that in your marriage and without anybody getting personal, let's just say within your, your marriage, your wife or your your significant other makes more, let's say two times more than you. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, do you still feel like it's your duty to pay for everything? And let's say you're making like that that 60 to that 80 range of money and she's at the 250, 250 plus a year do you still feel like you know as a man it's your duty to pay the 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 big bills or do you feel like you know we need to put this money together and knock these bills down Ooh, that's tough man for that's tough i don't know man i just i think i i don't know i think it's like a some kind of piece that sent me it it is it is i ain't gonna i ain't gonna even i ain't gonna even hold i hear you you it's ego to me it mm-hmm. it really is it's really is an ego thing for me um <laughs> it's gonna sound horrible <laughs> i don't know if i would want my wife to make that much more to me you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like four times what i make mm-hmm. you know i feel i feel like i'm falling short personally i feel like i'm falling short and i feel like i gotta get i gotta do something better that's how I would feel personally. I don't know. It's, it'll be a real hit on my ego. So, yeah, that's a bad. That's a bad, bad answer. But that's a true answer. I, I think it's. I think it's a touchy situation. I think if you have a woman that that keeps the gender rules to you, it'll be difficult for you. You know what I'm saying? But I think if you have a woman that's that's like, I we'll just put this together. And what you make is what you make. Don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? We got our budget, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, you get yours and I get mine and stuff like that. We both we both are working towards the bill. But if you have a woman that's making two times more than you and sticking you with the with the gender roles of, hey, I don't care if you ain't got nothing left. You better make this shit work. I think that'll be a real problem. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it sounds like you, like, I, well, let me answer this. I don't give a fuck if she make more than me. Me either. That's just, that's just me personally. I, I wouldn't like, like I'm, I'm comfortable enough in me and the shit I'm doing to where I'm like, damn, man, it's like, fuck. I nah, let me back that up. I do care. I care if she don't care, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear every five minutes you make more than me. I don't want I don't want you to try to belittle me about that because I don't belittle you. You know what I'm saying? So, well, if that's the case, then shit, it's it's, it's more problems in their relationship than just money. 
Yeah, I mean, but sometimes people get on, they get a promotion, they work in a different field where where they have a lucrative field, and it's yeah. like, congratulations on your promotion. You know what I'm saying? But that don't make me less than a man because you know what I'm saying. I make you make more than me. To me, that sounds like she just waiting for her moment to get in your ass about something. Could be. She would just could be. You know what I'm saying? So to me, if if if, if she is who I thought she was when I married her, right? then whether, you know, she making $20 an hour or $200,000 a year, right. I would expect that energy to, to be consistent and her personality, her character to be consistent. So, right. um, yeah. Uh, what was, so what was the question? Was it making more or I forgot, but anyway, I, I, I wouldn't trip. I could. I would. Mm-hmm. What's your thought, Jay? Uh, I'm sorry, man. Pose that question for me. So, what if your wife or your significant other was making more than you, two times more than you, and still putting the the rules of you're the man, you need to be handling the the burden of 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 the, of the household. But see, that, that wouldn't apply to me because I'm going 50 <laughs> 50. So, so listen, to tell you. So, so, so peep game. If, if you if, if, if you have somebody that wants to get a brand new house, like like they can afford from their salary standpoint to yeah. put you all in a 450,000 house, whatever that is, but mm. your salary doesn't cover that. Mm. You okay with that? If no. she's trying to stick you with the with the mortgage? No, because on a different note, that doesn't make sense to me because I always think about what we can afford if one person falls off. Right. So, so I wouldn't go for something like that. Okay. Okay. So I forgot, like I got to rambling, so I forgot what the actual question was. So you were saying if the one, I, I got on the tangent of the woman making more, but it was the woman making more and putting in and having you stick to paying for everything that's what a man's supposed to do type of type of theory gotcha, I, gotcha. I, gotcha. so in, in that in that scenario then then no uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't um it wouldn't work all right let's, re- cool. let's, re- let's recap before we leave i'm 50 50. what are you guys i'm i'm, I'm not 50 50. I'm not 50 50 either. I'm pooling my we're pulling our money together. He he was you pull your money together, then just pay the bills out of that. We both pay the bills. So it's like a budget. We create a budget. That way nobody gets stuck with the my whole check went to this and your whole check didn't go to that. Wait a minute. It sounds like you 50 50. <laughs> it ain't 50 50. Like if 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 you got one, if you got one account and you dump all your money in that account, but then you you do like what you call your allowance. You know what I'm saying? So you pull your allowance out, but everything else goes towards the bills and then and, and towards your savings. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have one person holding on to 90% of their money from their check and, and doing what they want to do versus the other person who's losing 90% of their check. You follow what I'm saying? Which is the 50-50 concept, you know? Are you 50-50? No, I, I said I'm 50 You just said that's the 50 Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you, put, <laughs> you both put your money in. Yeah. The bills come in. You you pay your bills out of that one bucket, right? Right. 
what the fuck am I missing? Is that not? <laughs> so somebody that's somebody 50, 50, what they would do, let's say they check us 2000. Yeah. They may only give, they may only give you $500 for that. Because your bills are only a thousand or, or however they feel is what they're going to give you. So you're saying if your bills come in a thousand, she puts in a thousand, you put in 3000, you're saying all of that money you just no, put no, up. No, 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 no. You pull your money together. Yeah. You pull your money together. So her 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 check come in, my check come in. Yeah. So we got we got one we got one account at that point. Yeah. We knock all those bills down. Each one of us get all our little our allowance for for that particular week. You take okay. that off. Bills yeah. come first. Then you throw whatever's remaining to the to the to the savings. So if she spends more than what she put in, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, you care. That's 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 going against the that's going against the budget. Okay. Why you against the budget? Am I crazy? Why are you two over there being quiet? <laughs> I'm letting y'all get it out. Get I'm, I'm letting you get your understanding. So See, okay. So 50, 50, 50 to me, I thought was go uh, half on everything, and that's kind of that's kind of what he was explaining, right? You go you. It's yeah. half on everything, all in one pot. Everything is half, but the, the the other part of that Jay is that you pay half and you keep a half. But Hughes ain't keeping a half. It's all being pulled into one. It's all being pulled into one place. But so I don't think his is true fifty fifty. But she can't spend more than what she put in. That's correct. So I I my my definition of what I thought fifty fifty was is you do your half, I do my half. Yeah. That's what I thought 50 50 was. Is that not 50 50? So, Jay, what, say that again. What did you just say? Me? Okay. What did you just um, say that he, she don't get, she can't okay. spend more than what she put in? I'm just making up numbers. She puts 1000 in, he puts 2000 in. They mm -hmm. pay their bills, right? Mm -hmm. And and let's say their bills would eat up her 1000 that she put in. Mm -hmm. Can she take more out of the account now? And he's saying no. You know what I'm saying? She can't take out more than she put in. Mm -hmm. Take out to to do what? To do what? Just like go shop or, or play yeah. or yeah, fuck off some money, whatever. Shop, whatever she wanted to do. That's a that's a discussion, but that shouldn't be no every two week type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? That's like a hey, I may need this, I may need that. You know, that's that's both of us communicating that, but that's not no. Uh, that's not no Houdini move where, where you put in a thousand <laughs> and you, you, you take out 500. Nah. <laughs> nah. You, you're 50 50, man. <laughs> you're 50 50. You're 50 50. You're 50 50, and you're just saving what you don't spend on the bills and on your, you know, your house. I mean, your discretionary money. You're 50 50. I, I thought my definition, I thought 50 50 was like, you cover your end, I cover my end. I think is that that's not 50 50. That's a, a way to do it, but I think you guys are doing it that way. You just put all your money in one pot and then you cover the bills. Yeah, so it don't, it don't, ma it don't matter who, who, who pay it. You know, you have the money to pull it out that, that account. Okay, I'm going to let matter. it go. I'm gonna let it go, but I'm just gonna say this one thing. I mean to cut you off. Um, the only thing that would make me think it's not 50-50 is if she could take out more than she put in. 
whenever she wanted to. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it not be 50-50 to me. Okay. No. Okay. I can know. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, we know you know. <laughs> I'm not, so I'm not 50-50. I don't know if uh yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't, I don't got nothing else to add. I'm not fifty fifty. Rodney, what do you do? I don't know. I guess I'm just in a partnership, you know. We take care of each other. <laughs> how however it come, you know. Like one month, you know, somebody might, you know, need um Personal property tax, for instance, that bill rolls around. Okay, don't worry about it. I got you and mine. Boom. Something else pop up a couple months later. She come to me. Uh, I heard you got a hospital bill, don't you? Don't worry about that. I'm gonna take care of that. I'm gonna pay that. I'm gonna pay that hospital bill for you. I got a bonus coming up this week or next check, and I know you got that bill, so I'm gonna take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know how you classify that. I don't know if you classify that as 50-50, but I just I just classify it as a partnership. You know, we take care of each other. That's not 50-50 to me. That's yeah, more free flowing. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's that was cool, man. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Before we leave this, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be 50-50? Who wants to let me let me define it? Who wants other to, than you? <laughs> I'm I'm never going off. <laughs> who who wants to take the bills, the mortgage, the bills, put it on the spreadsheet, divide that shit by two, say this is what you owe, this is what I owe. Who wants to do it that way? It ain't for me. I, I don't. I don't. don't. I don't. Okay. No, I don't. I don't, I don't when we get off this fucking this call, I mean this meeting, you you keep this same energy. Because <laughs> you know they're watching. So so you you telling me, you telling me everything put on a spreadsheet. This is what the total is. I can you show you the spreadsheet. I can show it to you it's right here. So how in that scenario are you saying that 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 person could take whatever they want? And it won't mess your spreadsheet up. No, no, not me. I'm, I'm saying, I'm asking, is that what you can happen in your situation? Nah, like if, if you do, that's a conversation, though, Jay. Like that's not. So if if we pulling everything together and everything's supposed to add up to to the eight hundred whatever, and you didn't snatch half the damn money to, to just hit whatever, so we're gonna be upside down. Mm-hmm. That okay. ain't me. That ain't me covering it. You know. What to, I to was be, thinking. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Said, I know what you said. Let me say. Let me say something. Not to cut you off. I want to enhance what I think you're about to say. What you're doing. So what said does it sounds like to me is he's covering everything, and if wifey wants to go buy a new Louis purse, she can go do it, and it's cool with him because he's covering, you know, the bills. I'm sure they they save a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Is, is that how you do your? Is, yeah, that's you know. I cover the lion's share of it, you know, the lion's share of everything. Like that's what, you know, I don't know. That's what I've been doing. And she pays stuff. She pays stuff, light bills, you know, stuff like that. But the, but the bulk of everything I pay, but what the 50, 50 to me means is you pay your part. You're taking, you're taking out of the, 
the relationship money to do what you want to do with it. That's what that's what a 50 50 is to me. You pay your part, you taking your other part of it, and you just doing whatever you want to do with it. Like it, like if the mortgage, like if the mortgage is two thousand dollars, I thought fifty fifty was we are we we both give a thousand a piece. Yeah. And so you you still may generate three thousand for that two week period, but you never threw the whole three thousand in. You just paid your one thousand, and mm-hmm. you good. You walk away. That's what I thought fifty fifty was. That's how I'm taking it too. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 But I guess I guess as a group we're saying that's kind of un- three of us saying that's kind of unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, it's unrealistic to go fit. Well, if you, unless you got a spreadsheet, um, <laughs> obviously you got a spreadsheet, and you can damn sure do fifty fifty. Um, mm. So 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 I got a question. So it's fifty fifty. Like, hey, I got this. Uh, I'm gonna take care of the mortgage. Uh, I'm gonna take care of the mortgage this month. You just pay this, this, and this. Without without looking at the 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 dynamics of is it dollar for dollar, but if I you know if it's just easier for me to go ahead and knock the mortgage out this week for for something, and you just make sure you take care of another bill, is that fifty fifty? I think that's a fifty fifty. I think, I think that's I think that's fifty fifty. Not exact, but. Everybody it may not, their it part. may not equal fifty, but yeah, that's that's good. Mm. I think that's a so, 50, 50 scenario, kind of. But what about okay? What about let's let's just stay on this for a bit. What about if you got separate if you got separate cars? One car is only in her name. One car is only in your name. Now, how does that how does that scenario play out? How do you? Now, if you pay yours, she pay hers. Is that that's fifty fifty, right? That's fifty fifty. That's fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. But you also in a you, you got to look at married versus single, or mm-hmm. in you know dating in a relationship. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know. Okay, we dating. Why? Why am I paying your car note? True. 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 All right. All right, boys. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. Sound like three sugar daddies in the making. <laughs> nah. Nah. So about 10 more years. <laughs> Train. I'm married. All right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, all right, guys. Brittany Griner is in the news. She was a prisoner swap for Victor Bouton. Victor Bout, book or Bout or Boot. Victor Boot, I think his name is pronounced. Boy, I didn't realize it'll get all this blowback. I, I just didn't realize how big a deal this was going to be, how politicized it was going to be. Um, you know. I think we first touched on it last last time we touched on it being, you know, we all felt bad for Brittany. You know, we really didn't think it was going to happen, but I think to everybody's surprise, they went ahead and made that prison swap. You know, we really didn't think it was going to happen, but I think to everybody's surprise. My bad said that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know your thoughts now. 
what are y'all thinking? Did we did we make a did we, did we make a mistake? Did America make a mistake by releasing Britney, especially for this prison swap? You what y'all think Amer- about that? You said that wrong. Did you we, said did America make a mistake by releasing Victor or getting yeah did, yeah both? Did we make a mistake? Was that a bad deal? Was nah. that a, was that a, was that a bad deal? Can we go ahead. Nah, she she you know first of all welcome home Brittany. Uh, she was she was unfairly uh, you know uh, locked up I, I believe you know uh, Victor is what the mercenary mercenary of death uh, arms dealer. I mean we have that in every every state in this country. You know what I'm saying? Whether he was an international guy or or what you know. We were really trying to do a, a two for one with the guy. You know, we were really trying to get another American uh, citizens that, that was over in Russia as well, but they refused, you know. So um, you had a young lady that was, you know, incarcerated for carrying a illegal vape pen, but, you know, they got nuclear arms over there and invaded, you know, Ukraine. So, nah, I mean, nah, I, I think it was not to say it was fair. But at the, end, at the end of the day, we, we live in a very dangerous country. You know what I'm saying? He don't have no arms that, that we can't get in this country. You know what I'm saying? So no, I, don't, I don't think uh, I don't think it was no big deal. Me personally. Um, it's not good optics because obviously it's how it's going to look is you got you know, a high profile. I mean, this is this is how I think they look at it. You got a pro, high profile celebrity, and there's all, always a bit of entitlement that's um, associated with celebrities. Plus, she's the reason she's there is her fault. You know, she did break the law. And then you look at patriots or. Um, former military, the, the Paul, whatever guy, he's a former Marine and he's still over there. So people are going to look at it like we got a, we got a Marine, someone who fought for our, our country, who's, who, who isn't released, but here we are releasing this, um, this um, celebrity, this athlete. So I think that from that perspective, I think that's how, that's why it's blowback because, you know, they figure you know, I guess, you know, you should a veteran or or, or someone who I mean someone who served in the military or someone of that nature should be let go, you know, before she should. And then on top of the fact that you know you basically letting the terrorists, you know, you freeing her for a terrorist, basically. So I could see how people could be like, you know, damn, that's fucked up. But mm-hmm. I'm glad she's home though. I'm definitely glad she's home. My Jay? turn. My turn. <laughs> uh, it could go both ways. No, it's not a good trade. Uh, she would have had to do that time if if stuff was fair. Because this guy, I don't know if you ever seen the movie. I don't know if the movie is all the way true. But that's, if half the stuff that guy did is true, then he should still be locked up. Um, so it's a crazy movie. Yeah, it's not a fair trade. Um, that's how I feel about that one. I'm kind of, I mean, she's out. I'm kind of getting over it. But that other guy, I think his name is Paul the Marine. Mm-hmm. This dude, this he's not getting out. This dude 
from what I read, deserves to be locked up. He went over there to go to a wedding. And this dude skipped the wedding. They called him like in a hotel room with 80 grand uh, cash. He was all about that wedding and he skipped the way. He was like pushing to go over there to, you know, get to, to attend this wedding. He skipped the <clears> wedding, <throat> found him with 80 grand in his hotel room. So it looks like that guy is really is a real spy. He was over there um, probably really spying. So they're not going to let that guy out. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. how I feel about it. And I forgot, obviously, race plays race is playing a huge part in this it's in you know she's a black woman so people are all you know so you're gonna have those type of people that's gonna be looking at it like you know we got a you know perfectly good anglo-saxon still uh still incarcerated yet we let this <laughs> you let me let this gay butch black girl we traded her for a terrorist so you know that's if, if she makes one mistake, you know, over here, one mistake, one DWI, one domestic violence call, she is done. They're going to barbecue her ass. But she, she, she got the right to. What do you say, Squeak? I said she got the right to make a couple of mistakes. You know, when you've been held like that and, and you put in, you know, like that week she came home, it was nothing but internet jokes. Like, I feel sorry for her wife. Just strap on jokes. You know what I'm saying? Just just sexual mm. just sexual jokes that that just hit the internet with, with people just going in about, you know, how she about to beat her wife down and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like, man, over some marijuana oil, though. Like, get, mm. get a girl a damn, get a girl a fine or a ticket or something like that. I know that's that country, but I don't, I don't respect, I don't respect them like that. When it comes to the shit that they're doing, you know, to Ukraine and, and and the nuclear weapons they dropping and all this other shit, that y'all gonna, you know, hold somebody feet to the fire over some marijuana oil, you know. So that's just my personal opinion. I mean, take that, but that's my personal opinion. No, I, I think Jay, I think you bring up a good point, man. She's gonna have to walk on a real thin line because, you know, it was a it was a way lopsided, if you want to call it swap. It was kind of lopsided. I've been, I was reading that they've been trying to get this uh, they've been trying to get this dude back for decades like you know the uh the, the the Obama administration wouldn't let him go for nothing the Trump administration wouldn't let him go for nothing and Biden finally found and they finally found somebody with enough uh celebrity with enough pool to get to react and, and and once he saw that he was like oh I'm gonna get my gal back. Yeah. And from what they said, there was no discuss. I mean, they wouldn't discuss anybody else. Like, okay, if you want Brittany Griner back, you got to get him. Enough said. There's no more negotiation. So, it's, it's a hard negotiation. It's a hard line negotiation. But boy, uh, um, you know, she went. I, I hate that she was there. She shouldn't have been there, but she did break the law. Um, so I got mixed feelings. I got, I definitely got mixed feelings about it. I really got mixed feelings about it because, you know, on one hand, she did break the law. On the other hand, uh, we let a guy go that is the notorious criminal arms dealer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, all in all, you don't have to make it up, basically. 
So you're gonna have to make it up into the in, in in the public in the public the eye of the public opinion. She's gonna have to make it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and she I think she did she have some like some domestic abuse allegations back in the day and some stuff like that too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's gonna have to live man, she's gonna have to live clean or they won't ever let this go. She's gonna have to live but, clean, clean, but, clean. But Victor and Victor in the same boat too. He got one more Vicky. sale to make and they gonna catch his ass again. He'll probably end up dead. <laughs> yeah. He'll probably end up dead on some on some secretive type shit. Yeah. Yeah, but they barbecue and they they're gonna barbecue Britney as long as she over her. You know, it, you know, there's gonna be a certain population of people that don't like it and they're gonna criticize it and they're gonna hold her to this crazy 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 high level throughout the rest of her life mm-hmm. which is so, which is crazy because yeah. she gay yeah let, let yes. me let me ask y'all a question did you all they, ever think she was getting home or did you all think she was gonna do that for for nine years i didn't think she would do nine i didn't see her coming home wait a minute Roddy. we got to go back uh you said because she's gay well what do you mean because usually gay people are protected they're they're oh, okay okay you know all right <laughs> somebody could take that out of context i just want to fix it up you know hey it is what it is but they margin you know she she she, she touching two or three uh you know, minorities yeah true and, and that shit don't mean nothing yeah yeah that is a point i didn't see any um lgbt support behind her at all you never do when it's black yeah i didn't see any of that okay good point all right next topic gentlemen so we had the pleasure of sitting at a a a game myself and rodney j-rock and we kind of we kind of all me and rodney as national anthem was being sang you know people standing up showing their patriotism hand over their heart hats off and rodney asked me a question i was like man i don't know i was like let's let's apply this to our group and let's apply this to the pod let's ask the boys what's, what they think about it so national anthem does it apply what does it really mean to you rodney i'll let you kick this one off because it was a topic that you want that you kind of had some insight on that you wanted to talk a little bit about um so it don't mean it doesn't mean anything to me um uh, but neither does let lift every voice and sing you know that that you know they, they don't they don't get me all choked up and shit. you know the only national anthem that i that i like is the one marvin Gaye did and it's it ain't because of patriotism. It's because he 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 freaked that motherfucker. He was just so soulful <laughs> with it, you know. Right. It wasn't a dun 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 dun. dun. Nah, they they had like a little beat track behind him, and motherfuckers was swaying in the audience and shit. So that's why that national anthem is symbolic, not because of the words and the pride it fills me with, because that shit don't apply to me or anyone who looks like me. Okay, and patriotism okay. is another thing. I don't know if we're gonna get talking more about that, but patriotism for me, I'm about, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fuck around, and get banned. Um, 
Talk your talk. Talk your talk. So to me, you know, it's always funny about this being a patriot and all that. To, but honestly, to me, a lot of white nationalism is is guy is disguised as patriotism. Yeah. And when I see a Confederate flag and an American flag, yeah. I don't see the difference. And I'm gonna turn it over. Oh wow! Wow! I want I want I want to come back and ask you a <clears throat> ask you a question, but we can go ahead with that with the with the anthem. Jay, what it mean to you? What does the anthem mean to you? Uh, nothing, man. I don't even stand up. <clears throat> I appreciate patriots, veterans, patriots who I guess not patriots, veterans who served this country, who especially the people who lost their lives, you know, I, I feel for their families, their kids, people who put their lives on the line to defend this country. But the anthem and how we get treated in this country don't coincide. It doesn't really mean anything to me. So okay. when it's when it's okay. playing, I'm, I'm sitting down, to be honest. Okay. What about you, Hugh? You know, man, I, I, I respect those that respect it, but it don't hit home to me like it used to, you know what I'm saying? As a former athlete that, you know, they used to play the anthem, you put your hand over your heart, I get up and walk away. You know, if I'm at a game, football game or some baseball game, Sunday tennis, I get up and I, I make sure that I'm not participating like that, you know? It's just that I don't I don't feel it no more like I used to, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Everything that I've seen, everything that I'm experienced, I don't, I don't feel it no more like that respect to the veterans respect those to serve uh in, in our military men and women but nah i don't think that represents me no more wow you know guys I, to me I, I i'm with you i do it out of respect i don't I, i've never sat down or anything i do it out of respect i do it out of respect for rodney i do it out of respect for all the men and women that serve like i i mean i just feel i i, I buy into that because of what they did for me, so I don't really, I don't really, I, guess I really don't think about the country as a whole, which maybe I should start thinking about. But I think about more of the sacrifice that everybody. I mean, my partner, you know, took four, five, six years out of his life. You know, my 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 cat. He, he took for you know defending us, and he, he got stories about it. So I do it more as. But that's my feeling towards you know the people who who's actually did something to help it. But I'm with you guys, and I'm gonna start looking at. It. I may start looking at it a little differently because it's, it it really isn't for us, right? Right. That's yeah. how I feel about it. And there, right, there, gonna, there, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Nope. And I was just gonna follow up with a question to you. That was, I, was, I was gonna hit on. You know, as a former military man, I I was like, whoa, you know, armed service guy. That uh, you felt that way, so but go ahead. Yeah, um, because I think, and I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it nowhere near the extent that some of our forefathers saw it. What I mean, what they felt. Mm. So I'm talking about like fighting in World War Two. You know, you're going over to Europe to, you know, you're going to liberate Europe, but you living under Jim Crow. When you get back, 
you know, you're a second class yeah. citizen when you get back. If if you were to get back from the war, right? And just being disrespected, even in uniform, mm-hmm. how, how how our forefathers mm-hmm. were just you know disrespected, spit on, you know, told to go to the back of the bus when you when you just gave your life, you know, put your life on the line to liberate some people that you'll never see. So that has always kind of stuck with me. Wow. Um, to where, you know, this just, it just don't hit the same for me. Um, and, and, and to be fair, to be honest, like when I joined, it wasn't out of patriotism. It wasn't because of some deep, profound love for the country. It's because I ain't had shit else to do. Like I was at a crossroads mm-hmm. in my life to where wasn't nobody hiring me. School wasn't an option at the time. So it was like, what, what can I do? To where I can quit being a burden on my parents, you know. I've been a burden. I've been a res- their responsibility for 18 years, and if I continue down the same path, I'm gonna be under their responsibility for another 10 years. So it was like, nah, let me go to the military and let me do that. That way, I'm out of their hair and shit. We'll see what happens when you know when I get in. So, um, yeah, the whole anthem thing, man. Nah, nah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate said I appreciate you getting up and doing that. And 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 another thing, I will get up. Like I'll stand up because to me, it ain't even worth. You know, I know it. I know it don't mean nothing to me. I know it doesn't speak to me, but it ain't worth me. You know, having to you know grab somebody by their collar, you know, about disrespecting me because I didn't get up or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. So, and um. And when Kaepernick, when when he was kneeling, right, 2016, I was in Jackson, Mississippi uh, at a football game, and they playing the anthem, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. if I don't get up and if I, you know, this is full, this is right when everybody was protesting. So this is going, uh, the anthem's being played, and I'm sitting here like, if I sit down, Neil, whatever the fuck, who the fuck knows about it in Jackson, Mississippi? Like, how is this making a statement? Like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. It don't mean shit to me. I'm gonna stand up in in for a little two minutes and get it over with. Um, but that's just my two cents. I mean, I may be branded as unpatriotic or whatever, but nah, you know, until until the you know this this country has. You know, treated us like second-class citizens and continue to continue to do that, but yet and still we are expected to, you know, stand tall and take our hat off and you know, stick our not hand, nothing, I do nothing. Put our hands over our heart. You know, what I'm saying it's, it's, it's kind of a bitter pill to swallow after so long. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot you. Hey, a side note to that, you know. Flag burning is a felony. Say that again. Flag burning, you know, flag burning is a felony. Mm-hmm. You burn the flag. United States flag is a felony. Mm-hmm. Anybody got thoughts on? I mean, is that that uh, is that cruel? Is that especially us being, you know, black Americans? I mean, is that, is that going too far? Is it going too far to burn the flag, or is it going too far to be punished for burning the flag? What's your opinion on both? Um, man, it's 
Uh, I ain't gonna be able to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> 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 so it's all money, man. Like, like you see uh, the 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 veterans and stuff before football games and how they're you know out there. I mean, that shit they pay for that shit. Like, right? It's not they're they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. You know, it's, they 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 paying for that shit. And another thing, you talk about burning the flag. A flag is not it, the American flag is not supposed to be a part of any kind of apparel. So if you got some shorts that that are in the American flag shorts, that's you know that's not what the flag is intended for. It's not supposed to be used as any kind of apparel, but yet you see it all the time. Bandanas mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, bandanas, mm-hmm. shorts, shirts. So you know, is you know you might. It's just all mon- about money, man. And uh, you know, you, you said, you said something right there. You, who's getting? Who's paid? Who's paid? To, are they paid to participate? Like, what do you mean by that? I missed the, that. The NFL pays the the uh, the the, um, the army and the military. What do you mean like a like? Like, hold on. Let me make sure I understand this. You talking about like when guys are there to be honored? Are they paying them? What you say, said? Yeah, you 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 going in and out. So the guy. Okay, so the guys that are are at that are getting honored, do they get paid? Well, not 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 the guys that that are getting honored, you know, but with this whole thing with military before games, like mm-hmm. there's money involved with that. Now, if you know, if you lose a leg in Iraq and they, you know, pull you out there, I'm, you know, it, it's not necessarily for that. But these big productions they put on before games, it's, it's money involved in that. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. I thought that's who the people who who Colin Kaepernick got his advice for to take the knee. I thought yeah. it was the military people that told him to that if he wanted to do a national anthem, that if he wanted to still honor, he could take a knee and it wouldn't be uh, looked at as disrespect. As soon as he did it, the media took it the other way. Yeah, it was so. it was it was um, a navy, uh, a marine or a navy veteran that mm-hmm. that told him that because at first he was sitting down on the yeah, on, on the bench. bench. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Does right, it even? Last- Lastly, your thoughts on burning the flags, please, and J-Rock. Uh, I'm not really into that. I mean, I, I think that's a bit uh, excessive, you know what I'm saying? When I see people doing that, I don't really understand the, the meaning of it, you know, burn, burning the flag, and then you're just going to sit here. You hate the country that, that much, you know, get up out of here, you know. Not to say that Not to say that I'm so in love with, with, with the ways and sort of our rules and how we've been treated, you know what I'm saying? But Kind of what Rodney said, you know, it's just some things you do that you know about to kick this war off. You know, you know it's about to kick an altercation off. You know what I'm saying? So some sometimes we're not in a safe environment where we can really speak and do things that we really want to say and, and and act how we really want to act. I'm not that bold sometimes in, in those environments where I just sit down doing the national anthem. I, I just get my ass up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not have to deal with that crap. And I don't I don't want to burn the flag. I just, no, want, I, I just want us to be treated better. Yeah. So I, I don't get the meaning behind the burning the flag. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Standing. <laughs> Standing. So. 
If I sold flags, I would be okay with people burning the flag. <laughs> if I was selling them, <laughs> go ahead and burn them. Shit. Me, Make me that burn money back. <laughs> you, want, you, you want another one? <laughs> me personally in this country, I think if you have one flag that you represent, that when you see like the Nazi flag and the Confederate flag, I, I always thought that should be legal. I always thought that should that should warrant like a, a a fine or something like that. I always thought that that was like, you know, treason or or the biggest sellout in, in my opinion. You know, if if you so patriotic and stuff like that, that when you see a person holding a, a different type of flag in this country outside of another country, man, you know what I'm saying? I never see um, veterans or patriotic people go at them like that. You know what I'm saying? It's cracking me up, man. Yeah. I don't like um got it. Burn can you hear me? <laughs> right. Can you hear me? I don't like uh the burning the flag thing because you gotta be an yeah. angry fucking person right. to be outside burning <laughs> burning anything. Like you got a deep hate or anger in you. <laughs> like if you outside burning cardboard, like what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> paper, anything. So yeah, you got a deep hate inside of you. Like fuck this country. <laughs> Yeah, that's not cool. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. All right. In the news again, we'll move on to the next topic before Jared loses. Yeah, he really tickled. Right. Can you picture somebody just outside burning a newspaper? You'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But swap that out for a flag. Like, you out your fucking mind. We used to burn leaves, man. We used to burn leaves. Oh, bro. man. People are crazy. <laughs> All right. Back in the news. Back in the news. I was shocked about this one, too, boys. Dion catching a lot of blowback. A lot of big blowback about um about him about to move from Jackson State to Colorado. But I really want to touch on one piece. They really, you know, I want to draw all opinion on if you were just put yourself in the seat of one of those Colorado players, those current Colorado players, mm-hmm. and the message that Dion comes through with. I just want to, I just want a, an opinion on how would you feel if you're sitting in that seat. Dion says, "I'm coming, and I'm bringing my bags and they Louis bags." Is this is this message too black? Is he alienating a lot of them white players? Do y'all think? I, I think they they have a shitty program. So why come in their face and smile and say, you guys are all safe? I'd rather know the truth that a coach not feeling me than, than smile in my face and, and deny me that transfer, you know what I'm saying, that I need. But when you believe in yourself as an athlete, you want to prove it to, to the coach that I'm that dude and whoever you, whoever you bring, it ain't better than me, bring them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They stay in my room. I put them on the field. They ain't got they ain't got nothing on me. And I can prove it to you. You know what I'm saying? But when you don't have that attitude, you already know that you here, you you know what I'm saying? You you're not gonna you're not gonna win that battle. That's why you that's why you paranoid. That's why you're ready to 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 go through the transfer portal. What he's trying to do is see who the real dogs are, who ready to fight. That's what he's doing. He's stirring up the pot. He's trying to see who the real dogs, who who gonna get panicked, who gonna get scared, and and and, and be weak. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what he's saying when he's reviewing the tapes on them dudes that they weak. You know? 
Yeah, that that's 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 definitely what he's doing. But one position in particular ain't gonna get that opportunity to show what they can do. You think you're talking about the quarterback position? Yeah, he already said his son the quarterback. That but that don't mean anything. Listen, your son got a your son got to prove it. Man, you you oh, yeah. have, have you have you been watching have you been watching Deion his Sanders? Son good. His son is good. I ain't saying that the guy is there bad. is no way in hell anyone else is going to start over his son. Anything can happen, Rodney. That's why yeah. the quarterback, that's why the quarterback's in the transfer portal already. Because yeah. they know no one is starting over his son. Now, if his son was a I defensive think- tackle or a linebacker or some shit like that, then it could be. But at that position, no. It's, it, his son is going to be the quarterback, and he ain't really got to do shit. So what? Uh, help me, help me if I'm wrong. His son is like a sophomore, right? Yeah. It, to me, it seems it seems like he's. Go ahead, Sid. I think he might be a junior. Yeah. So think about it. His son ain't gonna be there that long. So you just wait it, just wait it out. His son ain't gonna be there that long. His son ain't gonna be there for the length of time he's gonna be coaching. But you don't have to wait anymore. You run now, you're gonna be running for the rest of your life. No, no, not really. I mean, you got schools that already recruited their their existing quarterback. So wherever you go, you're gonna have to get on the field and prove it. But you'll have the opportunity at those at those spots. You don't. Ha- you're not going to have an opportunity to 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 be the quarterback at Colorado, while while Shador Steve uh, Shador Sanders is there. That's cool. What about the uh, the other son, Junior, uh, wide receiver? Is he playing? No, he a D back. Okay, as a back. Must but he switched like that, I guess. But is this by guarantee? I would think it is. I mean, yeah. the way he's talking, he's bringing a few people that's gonna play. But you think, but you got to look at it. I mean, we can say you got to have that dog in you and all that, but it, you got to look at it from the other perspective, not our perspective. Right. But if you're a white guy playing a skill position, not linebacker, not defense, not tackle, but if you're a white guy that plays uh, a skill position, you ain't got a chance, man. And they know that. They know that. They don't have a chance. So it may sound weak for, you know, on the surface that they run into the portal or, or go to the portal or whatever. But, I mean, it only makes sense, man. Their chances of playing there aren't or slim and none going against those dogs that he bringing in. So now we would have a different perspective. But they going to have, but you got to look at it from their perspective. I would think. Hey, let's go back to the original question for a second. Let me throw this out. Mm-hmm. You basically mm-hmm. saying is is his approach too black? Is it too ghetto? You know, you know what I'm saying. Is it too loud? Too too exactly. Too, prim- too prime time. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that impression. <laughs> too prime time, baby. Um, I think his advantage right now is they only have one win so i think it's not too too ghetto too black right. so 
he'll he'll have more than one win. So you got to stir the pot in that in that scenario. I think, and that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's going to sell some tickets, sell some season tickets, get some donor money in. He's that first one or two seasons, he's going to pay you know pay off. So I don't. I think they'll put up with just about anything. I saw he was changing like the sayings on the wall. You know, how it says um, character, spirit, champion. He was like, nah, change that, change that. It was nothing wrong. The banners and stuff looked brand new. It was like, nah, change that, rearrange this. They're like, yes, okay, okay. He's like, put a podium right here, put a a game right here. I was like, yes, okay, okay. So as long as he can bring in money, sell tickets, he'll be okay. I think so too. Yeah, I think. I think that's I think that's that's the calling card. I think he gonna I think he gonna pop. I think I think he's gonna be successful. I think it's gonna work. I just man, I'm just thinking of those student athletes that are like, man, he wants you to be the dog, to eat, and that's what that's all I could see. But I just knew it was a message that it wasn't gonna resonate with everybody, especially in that room when he was talking to him. You just knew that that's not a message that was gonna be well received by some people. So, but I guess. Yeah. You know, I guess the weaker, the weaker fall off, the stronger stay. Yeah, I, I, when you take race out of it, you you get a bunch of coaches that 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 talk like that. What uh, what's the basketball coach Bobby Knight? He ain't take no mess from from, mm-hmm. from 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 anybody. He would get up in your type of face. Just remove race out out of it. You either gonna get down or or you gonna lay down. You know. And you I don't think to- I don't think that's a, I don't think that's. Like Dion is clearly something different, you know. So and, Bobby Knight, but it wasn't. He didn't. But Bobby Knight didn't appeal to 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 a specific segment. He was just a coach. Dion, he his message is fine tuned for a specific segment. So now he's having to expand that on you know however many white players he has on his team. So it, it's it's a difference, you know. It, it ain't just all about being a dog, you know. But I think, but I do think Dion has the ability to to kind of mold it, shape it, you know, into you know to where it, it can fit. Because uh, I was telling said I watched him. I don't know if you all saw it, but he met with his uh, some of the positions, and uh, he met with the special teams position players, and and they were all white. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, he told him like, "Look, I'm coming. You know, I'm gonna bring some people with me. But you all, you know, you, you can't. You know, don't be afraid of competition. You know, because if you're afraid of competition, you don't belong here anyway, right? right? So, I think he still he have the ability to 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 shape that message to where even even the you know even the white kids will get it. Some of them still gonna run. Some of them gonna they gonna bounce." Which is like you say, which is what he want because he want to see who he who he can count on, who he can't. But it's it's not gonna be just he just show up on campus and boom, everything's smooth. He gonna have he gonna have to shape that message and cater a little bit. Listen, I think a lot of people forgetting the, the one important thing. Coming from Jackson State to Colorado academically is a big jump. So them dogs that you talking about bringing. <laughs> they they better have some academic background to themselves. Mm-hmm. They better be able to uh, handle themselves in a two hundred plus classroom. That's going to be different from what they used to of thirty people, twenty people in classroom. You know, so 
hope your dog hopefully your dogs are academically balanced you know what i'm saying that can do it on the field and in the classroom you know what i'm saying because you're gonna need some of them white boys to help you to help your uh your your dogs that you got there mm-hmm. show them the ropes around colorado and stuff it's gonna have to be balanced yeah you know you're gonna have to grab yep. some about the collars that that are trying to leave and pull their ass back and be like that message wasn't for you i know you got it within you come on back on the field show me what you got you ain't got to run show me what you got you know and, and that's that's what that's what he that's what he has to do you know what i'm saying he got he got to change things to shake it up all right cool cool any other last thoughts on colorado Dion? best of luck bro best of luck i'm looking forward to it <laughs> i want to see how it plays yeah, out I think it's gonna, so I think, wait, it's gonna be some big ratings so yeah but I uh, I talked to my cousin that lives in Jackson. Okay. And they killing them. They are ki- they are absolutely killing them. There there ain't it ain't no you know best of best of luck and all that. You know they 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 feel like he abandoned them. Mm-hmm. Um. They should feel like that. They feel like they should feel like that. That's the one mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that's the one place that I think can feel that way. You know what I'm saying? That's the one place they got the right to be like, damn. You know, we finally got some. You know what I'm saying? It's like when we when we lost Albert Pujols. Right. That, that we hated him. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think that's the one place. I did. I think that's the one place that can feel like that. I mean, we we but but the majority. I'm saying yeah. the majority. We saw we saw Cleveland do LeBron like that. They didn't they didn't say bye. We appreciate you, LeBron. They burnt them damn jerseys up and. But the, the yeah the, the <laughs> circumstances were a little different then. But you know, they, I mean, they the, although he didn't bring a championship his first few years, he had to play sold out every single home game. He brought life to them. You know, um, unfortunately, the the owner couldn't get him the the proper coach to build a better team and, and draw people. You know, Dion's situation is different. He cleaned up Jackson State, got it there. But we know we all can speculate that he wanted a he wanted a, uh, uh, to go to a bigger place. But Jackson State, man, really, really, really said you hit it on it, man. They really HBCU should have really like gave him like the play to like to be the commissioner. I mean, you got a once in a lifetime type of player that could really uh, bring the highlight which is what he did you know he highlighted that 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 league and, and with the with the uh tv contract that's really what the hbc's really need man they need more players and stuff like that to really come help these kids more resources and stuff like that you know Dion De- had a, a a bigger goal you know and so when you got a bigger goal you can't hold nobody back you know so i got a question so if Dion would have stayed would would the would you see the effects on all HBCUs? Nah. Or would you just see it strictly at, at Jackson State? Because from what from what I think, what what it looked like to me, Jackson State was just gonna be a powerhouse. Because he was gonna be able to get all he he could go head to head with the power five schools and recruit and get those guys. Mm-hmm. But Grambling can't, Southern can't, Lincoln can't, McNeese State can't, none of those other schools can. So if everybody is just funneling to Jackson State, but going nowhere else, is that would that be good for HBCUs? 
initially it wouldn't be good, Rodney, but it, there's got to be some kind of trickle down effect. There, there has to be some kind of some kind of way where you know as at more athletes start seeing Jackson State become more prominent. You know, Southern is big enough so they can do some recruiting. Grambling is big enough. Alcorn State. These are all big, could be big time schools, big time programs. Not quite to the level that Dion made it, but there's some. There's got to be some trickle effect. The stadium, you know, when that money starts coming in the HBCs, those stadiums start to get better. They start sharing that revenue amongst all those colleges. Right. And everything, the facilities start to get better. The field start, but but you're talking about a long haul. You know what I'm saying? You're talking yeah. some years. So I don't know if anybody got that kind of time to to wait and build. Right. Um, but so that's I, I my do. Point. To answer the question. Yeah. But that but that, that would be my point though. Like he could not be long enough there to make an impact where it's just gonna because yeah. because what other than the swag, we know what we know what the swag is now. Mm-hmm. What what's Lincoln in? What's right, right. what's uh right. what's some what's these it's other multiple HBCs? Multiple yes, multiple like, what are they in? We don't know to right. me. He brought more. Um, he more, he brought more uh, notoriety to the SWAC than he did other HBCUs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He brought notoriety okay. to the SWAC. So, um, I you know that was just that was just my I, my question to it. Like, if he stayed, what well, you know? Because we have yet to you know we are we going to see a time where someone who's LSU is recruiting. They they decide okay I'm not going to LSU I'm going to Grambling. You know, Grambling ain't got nobody with that pool. Even even sure. Hugh Jackson, who's a a, a, a you know a former um, NFL yeah. coach, yeah. he don't have that pool to get somebody not to go to LSU and go to Grambling. Yeah, I so, definitely forgot he was down there. You know, you're right, right? Because he should be just as qualified. You know, not not. Not qualified. That's a bad word. But he has enough NFL, enough experience to should be able to pull people to come there. But it's all about that swag Dion got, man. It's, yes. that's it's personality, it's swag. It's all about. Yeah. But but Hugh just Hugh just had the job. He wasn't successful in the job. He wasn't a successful NFL coach. But he's he had. He was. He wasn't a successful head coach. He was a successful offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator he was a successful coach, but he just was a bad – he wasn't a successful head coach. Yeah, I so, mean, cause you remember him for his last position, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he, don't, he don't resonate with the kids like Dion, who is funny that the kids even resonate with him since, yeah. you know, he, he played so long ago. Most of them didn't even get to see him play, you know? Mm-hmm. But, some, right. but some people transcend that. That, that's like, a fact. That's most, of these, most of these people never seen Jordan play, but that's Jordan fact. is Jordan, right? You know, Dion mm-hmm. is Dion. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I I doubt that any of those kids. So Hugh Jackson coached all. You know, he he's been all over in the several league. different teams and in several different levels, but they couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could pick him out of a lineup. Yeah. So if you can't you can't even pick him out of a lineup. You ain't really worried about he had the number one offense uh, in, in in 2013, or he had the number one, number two defense here, and they, that none of that matters because you can't YouTube Hugh Jackson coaching. Yeah. 
But you can YouTube Deion Sanders high step. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's a fact. So, all right, boy. So episode 23, we got a couple more. I'm going to throw in this topic in honor of 23, in honor of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Episode 23, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Episode. This is our twenty third episode. Give me y'all favorite George. Cartoons. Now is the eleven pat the black patent leathers? Yeah, eleven. Yeah. The, yeah. Leathers. Yeah. Don't, don't mind. Don't mind. I could do one better though. <laughs> Jared, you got a favorite George? Yep. The twelves, I like the twelves. Well, right, <laughs> and I bet you I know, I know what Rodney doing. <laughs> he probably unboxing a pair of ears right now. <laughs> I know what he doing? <laughs> That's where all that noise is. Yep. <laughs> we talking about? Uh huh. Talking about? We talking about? <laughs> we talking about? Uh, ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Favorite Jordan of all time, Air Jordan three, and ooh, <laughs> crispy. Yeah, them joints are nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? So, What's yours? Said four. I'm, I agree with Rodney. Four is my favorite, favorite, favorite Air Jordan. Uh, blue, true blue is my favorite color, but that's my favorite Jordan. Oh hell! I All got, right, boy. I got, I got a pair on right now. I got another. Yeah. Pair. I'm jaded <laughs> out. What, what's yours, Jared? The twelve. I like the twelve. Nice, nice. All right, let's wrap this up with Swerp of the Week, boys. Okay. <laughs> hey, give me last. All right, I'm gonna start. Okay. This Swerp of the Week, y'all gonna have to follow me on this one. This Swerp of the Week has been going. It's memes. I don't know exactly who's putting out these different memes. But there are these memes that's going around that are they're, they're saying quarterbacks GPA while they were in high school or college is flashing the GPA number. And you know, you'll see Tom Brady, 3-3. You'll see Jalen Hurts, he was like a 3-7. When it came to Lamar Jackson, they showed a 1.4. Now, you know what they're trying to do. You know, they're trying to put my boy out on front street like he ain't a smart man. Mm-hmm. First of all, to run an NFL offense, you have to have some level of smartness, some level of genius to you. You just have to. There's That's no right. way you can run a, you can learn all them plays, be that, uh, be that good, and not be a very smart person. So I looked into that just a little bit. My wife and I, he actually had a 1.4 his freshman year of high school. Okay. He ended up he ended up graduating high school with an over three point GPA. So, you know, it's just, you know, the way people do shit, man. It just mm-hmm. pissed me off. But the, the kid is brilliant. I'm sad that he got hurt. I hope he get his money. But whoever putting them stupid-ass memes out, that's my swerp of the week. Okay. That's cool. You know, you know, said, you know, the one, the one, well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't the uh, GPA, but one white quarterback that was a, that had, that label attached to them mm-hmm. that's in the hall of fame was it was it Bradshaw? dan marino 
Oh, wow. Dan Marino had one of the lowest Wonderlick scores at the time. Maybe still. Wow. He had one of the lowest Wonderlick okay. scores. And, 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 you know, but people really never talk about it. You know, if he was black, then it would, it would be brought up a lot. But Absolutely. but I did I did see that one time. He that was one of when he was coming out of school. That was that was a knock against him. He that he had a really really low Wonderlick score. Absolutely. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. What else? What else? I got for Swerp of the week. I can go. Go ahead. Um, ABC News anchor T.J. Holmes. <laughs> Caught cheating with Amy Robach. Keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> Messing up the bag. Released a statement. I didn't see. I heard about. It. I didn't see the statement. Something about a statement to his wife talking about, "Thank you for all your support and all this stuff." After he got caught, so messing up millions of dollars, just looking bad, messing with this this white woman. And how she look? She don't look good when you see her up close without makeup, without the makeup. Makeup, she looks nice without makeup. You know, just an older, older white woman. Before, before y'all go, before y'all, before y'all go on that. Or go, I mean, before we go to the next word of the week, I just got a question: Have any of you ever thought that that could be something that you could do? I mean, not not hit, you know, not have sex with, but but legitimately be with a white woman, relationship wise. Has that ever? popped in you all's head at any point you mean you mean like when you was with somebody else or are you just talking about just independently on just, its own you, it, you know throughout your 40 plus years of living have there ever been a time where that was a strong consideration for you to you know be in a relationship with a white person with, with a white woman not, not well i shouldn't say strong consideration but you know would you be up would you be uh open to it I, should, I guess i should say at any point i would if you know you can't help who you like yeah you know what i'm saying i i love black women i've always adored them but at one one point in my life i was single for five years so shit, i felt like black women wasn't feeling me so i was like <laughs> i'm going to westport and shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go to the other side and i got out there I saw three black girls. I boarded the mission. Like, you know, it's always that fear that, you know, if, if they catch you, you know, it's it's a wrap for you. But I don't have any ill will towards white women or anything like that, you know. And I grew up in an all black neighborhood, but um I just never really had the the opportunity to, you know, I guess get close or anything or or date one or, you know what I'm saying, just coworkers and friends and stuff, but I never had a, a, a love interest. I think growing up my my first white woman crush was uh wonder linda carter wonder woman you know so okay as kids that daisy on dukes of hazard as as a kid all the, the question all the women that i liked as a kid most of them were white women i i didn't see I don't know what, what what was going on with me as a kid. I didn't see beauty in black women. I didn't see uh, beautiful black women on TV like that. Like uh, I got older, I saw. The opinion of Hughes Carter is his alone. It does not reflect the views. Of yeah, the- I, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm seeing as a, as a kid. He called I, left. I, I, I didn't see that. So, you know, I remember I made a statement, something like that, that I was going to get older and, you know. Mm-hmm. But, 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 
No, that was just, I just, you know, on a tangent, I just thought about that because I see a lot of dudes who go their route, but they don't go the right way. They 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 just go for anything. Like if you gonna go that route, if you gonna step out there and get you a white girl, get a bad one. Don't get, you know, a sack of potatoes. Like go go go. You know, go out go and go and do it. You know. Too often we risking it. We risking yeah. everything, and you look at it and it's like, damn. You know, that's what you did that for, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> did he do that too? Uh, well, no. she, she she was Puerto Rican though, right? Nah, before before that with, with uh Juanita. Uh, I don't know. For Jordan, mm-hmm. I don't know. Several, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. He likes white women. Don't try to hate <laughs> for that. He likes skinny white women. He said, I don't like... know about three times. We already know. Yeah, we know. Just like Tiger. I've never, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not hip on that. I'm not he hip to his escapades like that. You know what? We, we, we are going to have to have that successful black man talk about them looking at women outside our race, like as a theme of they've made it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To okay. piggyback off your your tangent conversation, we're gonna have to have that, that talk. I think you up for swerp of the week. Not 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 <laughs> no 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 I'm not saying you swerp oh, of the week. Oh, yo. I'm uh, saying you up to give your swerp of the week. Yeah so my swerp of the week <laughs> man I, I, I was just <laughs> context <laughs> i think my my swerp of the week is is the uh players of colorado that are fleeing and, and don't want to rise to the occasion uh for for Deion sanders and stuff like that um those guys and their family and media i think those are my my, my swerp of the week um i got a random swerp of the week this guy didn't do anything this week or this month that I can that I know of, but I just want to make him swerp for the week. Uh, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin is my swerp for the week <laughs> because I've never seen a black man just be such a sambo for 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 an organization like like damn like this nigga he's a total buffoon. The Cowboys, and it just pisses me off for some reason. Just like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, Michael Irvin is is my swerp of the week for how he be out here uh, sandboying for Jerry Jones. I feel it. I feel it. All right, gentlemen. That's that's um, episode twenty four. Everybody listening go ahead and like share follow the boys pod deep podcast anywhere you get anywhere you get your podcast please like share follow until next week we'll see y'all next week we out peace peace peace